It's been 18 years since we last plugged into the Matrix, but does the reason we've returned justify the experience? Find out when we discuss the Matrix Resurrections. I'm Chad. And I'm Matt. You're listening to episode 36 of our podcast. We used to talk about this at work. So I just want to open and apologize to the audience. I am a little under the weather. My Ugh, he got COVID. How, how did you know I got the Omicron? Mm-hmm. You got that Amarion. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. So my voice is cracking like I'm 15 years old again. So I'm going to apologize for that. Um, but yeah, I just want to get that out the way. And also... Um, if you are listening to this on Spotify listeners, Spotify just added ratings to the app and please rate us five stars because, you know, we're, we're one of your favorite podcasts. Do that for us. Um, we love data. We love good ratings. We want more people to enjoy this experience. Um, we're also on Google Podcasts and um, that's a thing that exists. Our guest this week actually uses that. So um, we like to introduce John and John why do you use Google Podcasts? Uh, I uh, I like Google Podcasts. Um, it mostly just from a functional kind of uh, kind of position. I don't have any other options, and I'm on the Android side of things. So I would probably do Apple Podcasts if if I could, because when I start searching for podcasts and Google Podcasts, it, it gives me a little bit of trouble. So yeah <laughs> there are other options besides google podcasts on the android side yeah i know but then i gotta look for them and that's like <laughs> a lot of effort <laughs> okay yeah well who are you john uh i am your uh, brother-in-law yeah so this is um the last episode of 2021 and we wanted to have you on for the Father's Day episode, but yeah. you were out of town and then we ended up not doing a Father's Day episode. So welcome. Yes. Glad to be here. Glad yeah. to finally be here. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so tell us, John, why are you trying to be our direct competition on YouTube? So it's not even my desire as much as it's my kids, right? So I got two boys and uh, the oldest one, he's been watching lots of uh, Nintendo YouTubers and specifically Switch YouTubers. And uh, I kind of got him on it initially because I think I was watching like a like a, a speed run or something and he just saw that there was Nintendo. And so like ever since then, he's been watching Nintendo stuff. Well, now he thinks that starting a YouTube channel is one of those nice easy ways to make a big buck so that he can buy more games actually so he can get more games for free he used to watch ryan's world and he's like oh man they do all these unboxings you know i i can do that because he gets that stuff for free and you know i i'm i'm a i'm a realist and so i try not to be too harsh on it but i'm like you know yeah i think ryan ryan's been a lot of time doing it he gotta he gotta build up his his uh his viewers he gotta he, he had to do all that uh a lot of work to, to get there, you know? And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Let's do this. So now I have questions, Chad. I know you've done uh, some YouTube videos and he's done some YouTube videos with you, yeah, uh, yeah. which has fostered that that interest in, uh, in, in being on camera. And he really wants to be on camera. So anyway, so I've just been trying to do my research on what all that takes and, uh, and 
I had, you know, what kind of gear you need, software, you know, hardware, video oh, editing. Yeah, you're, over, you're overthinking it, it John. You're dude, it takes it. so much. Like, I'm the kind of person, I do all the research. Like, I want to know everything I need to know before I start something. And because I want to be like 100% confident that if I'm going to do it and if I fail, then it wasn't because I didn't know something. It was just because I was bad at it. And that's fine. John, all you need is your camera phone and whatever you're going to unbox. Just let them know we're doing one take. So all don't right. fuck this up. <laughs> And then we're just going to put it up on YouTube. I guess you got to get over the hurdle somehow. Right. Right. And yeah. Yeah. I got to work through that. I, I'll work through my, my overthinking it part for when it comes to uh, the starting up the channel. But I mean, one of the things he wants to do though, is he wants to record us. He wants to do a let's play. Right. So, Oh for, yeah. Okay. So, so I was like, okay, well that requires a video capture card and we got to hook that up to a PC and then, you know, it, it, it starts to add up. And at that point I'm like, okay, if I'm going to invest some money and a lot of time in doing it, then now we got to make sure we got, we have, we have something to catch people and, you know, get people engaged with it. You got to start small with that. Like just do unboxings, but Matt, haven't you gone down this road with your son? Yes, I was. Yeah. Um, it was called MJ's World because, yes, we stole it from Ryan when he was doing his stuff. So my son is 10 now. And the first video that we made, he was five or six. Right. And it was just something I recorded on my phone of him um, opening up some box, some Lego stuff. And I was like, ah, no editing, one take, errors in there, stuff like that. Put that on YouTube. It got like four four views, four likes. I don't even think he had a like that I think about it. It was like four views. And then he was excited. So I was like, all right, let's do this again. And then we posted like just him playing and stuff like that. Um, But then it kind of fell off of it. And then fast forward to uh, when I get to Japan. Um, So two years ago, he was was back on it because, you know, he'd be on YouTube and everything. He wants to do it now or now he's into like video games like switch and everything so he wanted to do it again so then i was like all right well then i'm like i have to edit it uh he wanted an intro theme i had to do a design in there it was just too time consuming then like once he once he got like was a roblox and everything then like you said the video capture card i was like i don't know like this it, it is seems like so much the recording it's the editing for me because um you don't even want to edit this podcast exactly and i don't want yeah i don't <laughs> want to edit this podcast and i would definitely don't want to edit his stuff so but it's just time consuming i know my thing is i'm trying to get him i would rather have him do it himself be able to edit but he, we're not there yet no we're close yeah. but yeah i think every kid that watches something be like i i can do that and i want to do that yeah which yeah, I, gonna, don't don't don't, don't just put that on kids because like why are we here right now <laughs> why are we here because yeah. we uh because uh the world needs to hear our hot takes our thoughts right but we were in that same position 36 weeks in and we've just been fucking fumbling the whole goddamn time that is 100 percent correct but 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 we appreciate y'all staying with us though <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, th- I think with uh, with the video capture side, you know, and the editing, you know, the thing that scares me the most about that is 
you've got all these different styles of YouTube videos that he's watching, right? He, like he'll watch a let's play and it'll be pretty chill. He'll just be playing through the levels, having fun, pretty family friendly stuff. Then he'll watch the other ones like on the Minecraft videos where he's watching those. And it's just people like it's just some dude shouting the whole time and like cut, mm. cut, cut, you know, these fast cuts. The PewDiePie's of the, the PewDiePie's. Exactly. And I'm like, I'm not going to spend all this time shooting the video, getting the capture card, doing this whole editing thing. And then finally, you know, we get we get it. I get something to show him. And he's like, no, 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 you're doing it the entire wrong way. And right. I'm like, well, we shot for this way to do it. Now we got to do this whole thing all over again. And we had good content or whatever. And so it makes me, again, I'm probably overthinking it. And it's yes. probably just fine. Like I can, you know, once you got the video, then you can just kind of upload it or you can edit it two different ways. I know that's it's not that hard, but like it still takes a lot of time to do it. So I don't want to uh, spend four hours editing and then basically him shit on it you know <laughs> yeah, i mean my advice is to stay away from the let's play stuff to begin with and just yeah. do unboxings and oh i'm gonna try weird foods and like just shit you can do in one take and yeah. little to no editing that's my suggestion so in pre-show you were talking about mario 3 because you got a pretty cool poster behind you right now what's what's going on with mario 3 yeah so you know we're talking about um yeah, so we're kind of talking about the poster behind me. So my wife, she's really big into Mario 3 specifically. She loves playing Mario 3. She's She knows the ins and outs of it. And she could probably do a speed run if, you know, if if she really were to kind of... If like, you have a capture card, yes. If, yeah, so like once we get there, if we get that capture card, now now we're now the whole family's in on this, you know. And so I got... So she had actually found this Mario 3 poster and, uh, and I did not realize this um but the art on there it was just really different from like what the cover art was because mario 3 if you remember the box for nes it was really just like yellow mario tanuki mario i think on the front and that's about it and this artwork is just like it's got all the all of all the characters are in it and so about three or four days ago i was watching a video about mario 3 and the differences between the japanese and the american version and then they showed the front of the, the artwork on the Japanese version of the box. And all of a sudden I see the exactly the artwork uh, that she had put into this poster. So I'm telling you this now. I don't even think I've told her yet where, where the origin of this is. Um, but yeah, she was able to find this artwork, get it framed, put it up. But it's pretty sweet. It's got, I, I mean, there's not a ton of differences between the, uh, the American and the Japanese version, but one of the things I didn't know is it has the same mechanics of Mario one, where if you get hit by like a Goomba or something, then instead of like, if you're Tanuki and you get hit, you get downsized all the way down to little Mario instead of you slowly, like getting oh, moved down the chain. Because Americans are worse video exactly, game Exactly. Cause we're terrible people in general and then the terrible video game players. And we get really upset with anything that's difficult for us. And so, I mean, you say that in jest, but like our Mario two is not their Mario two. So, Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause what's that called over here? Lost, the lost levels. Lost levels. Yeah. And Matt, which I, I remember shouldn't playing. be Matt. I should not be spitting this Jap Japan knowledge right now, sir. Where are you at? Why not? Why not? No, you guys are cooking. I, I, I'm here to correct y'all if y'all wrong. Listen, we, we, we literally have a, a resident expert over here. <laughs> but no, I have no idea. Elaborate. So what's the Mario 2 Japan version? It's basically Mario 1, but harder. If that game came out now, it would be DLC. Got you. 
I kind of want to play it now. It's fucking hard. It should be on Switch Online. Yeah, I remember seeing it in Nintendo Online and thinking to myself, man, the last time I played this, or last time I saw it was, I must have been eight years old. And I think I might have played it, like picked it up at Blockbuster or something and immediately raged because I couldn't (laughs) figure it out. Why am I dying every two seconds? Yeah, it might have been my first experience with just being a terrible player at at video games because Uh, I played... You know, I mean, like Ninja Guy Ben? No, like I played all the basic, you know, this, you know, Duck Hunt, you know, Mario 1, Mario, American Mario 2. <laughs> Doki uh, Doki Panic. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't play too many other ones. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it's tough stuff. So, yeah, so Mario 3, I kind of now want to want to find the Japanese version and like don't tell her that it's the Japanese version, but just suddenly <laughs> have her play it. <laughs> and see what she does because then all of a sudden yeah she's gonna get hit and then she's like what so again i feel like that would be one of those fun youtube videos like hey here's this person who doesn't even know that there's a different one because i didn't know until three days ago and uh yeah and now she's playing it now she's her confidence just plummets yeah yes which makes good video makes terrible husband but good video i I was gonna say yes good content So, Matt, what have you been watching on Netflix, sir? Um, None too much. They have a a new show, a new movie, excuse me, that just came out last week called Unforgivable with Sandra Bullock. Uh, The synopsis is uh, Sandra gets out of jail uh, for she murdered a policeman and she's trying to get her life together but you know everybody she comes in contact with and stuff just sees her as a cop killer interesting Um, so do they make commentary about how she's white yes okay uh viola davis is in it looks beautiful in this but yeah she talks about how because her husband viola davis husband is a lawyer and blah, blah blah they meet up and he's thinking about taking her case because she wants to be able to see her sister who was like five years old when uh, she went into jail. I think she spent, I forget, 20 years. Uh, but then she got out. I forget out because her sister was five when it happened and her sister's going into college. So 15 plus years, she did time. Uh, oh, and then Vala Davis said that because uh, she, came, she came to the house looking for her, the lawyer husband. And Vala Davis talked about how uh, when people see her, they see this, uh, white women who they want to help and everything else like that because if if uh there was somebody black they wouldn't be give, trying to give them a, a second chance or anything else like that yeah so they do tap into that but overall it was an all right movie um i'm not telling you to pause this podcast and go listen to it go watch the movie now but if you have some free time it's a nice little movie movie okay okay <clears throat> I won't check it out, but okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not going to. Yeah. It's, <clears throat> it's, it's not bad. Um, but yeah, I had uh, time to kill because I took off uh, work for my birthday. Oh, yeah. You're back to tell the story, huh? Yeah. Well, it's not, nothing crazy. I mean, just went to a restaurant and one of uh, when I went to the restaurant with um, with the family, I found one of the people I work with at that restaurant. And so they were like, oh, hey, 
Okay, I guess let me ask you a question. Say if you go out to a restaurant, say if you meet a, go out to a restaurant and you meet your, you happen to see your boss, right? What would you say to your boss? Hello. I mean that, and then your boss introduces his wife to you. What would you say then after that? You know, you, uh, and well, to to his face, I'd be like, "Nice to meet you." But in my head, I'd be like, "Oh man, she cute or ugly, whatever, whichever, whichever way that lands." Understandably, right. But the thing that got me was like when I introduced my wife to her and everything. They spoke a little <laughs> Japanese, and then she was telling her, "Uh." I'm one of the best supervisors and everything. I'm so easy to talk to and this, this and that and everything. And I appreciate it, but I was like, why would she bring this up? That was, she'd have to volunteer this information. Why is she just trying to gas me up in front of the wife? I don't know. I just felt that was strange. Or maybe I'm not just used to positive reinforcement comments. That's terrible. <laughs> um, yes yes <clears throat> you have a low self-esteem man maybe yes um, uh-huh. i don't yeah. know i mean that's a that's a polite thing to say like um just like if you ran into like a friend or something while you're like out on a date and that friend was all like oh yeah my um matt he's a great guy like just yeah it is gassing you up just making you look good and shit well, for a boss, it kind of makes them look good too, right? Like this is this is the person that works works for me. They're good people. I'm good people, right? Mm-hmm. Like, hey, you know, I I only hire the best kind of people. And even if even if your boss doesn't think that, it makes it makes the boss kind of kind of look good in front of who they're whoever they're with, right? Because the next day I seen her and I was talking about her, I was like, were you drunk saying that kind of stuff last <laughs> another day? She was like, oh no, I really meant it. And I was like, ah, oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> See, there you go. Overthinking it, Matt. I'm thinking if I met my boss and he was with his wife, I'd be like, ah, oh, you guys have a good night. <laughs> and then that'd be it. And I'd just go back to my table. I would be like, ah, oh, you you married a, a great one right there. He's magnificent at work and stuff. So it was just like that part caught me off guard. But yeah, since uh, we were talking about YouTube stuff earlier, Chad, what you got going on with YouTube and your battles? for our christmas episode i edited just the part where we were talking about our favorite holiday movies and made that its own youtube video with clips from those movies and trailers and all this fun stuff and it took me like two days to put it together and you know what happened when i uploaded that video guys what happened what happened i got seven copyright claims seven (laughs) And one of them was so bad that it said a copyright holder won't even let you actually publish this video. Did they tell you which one it was? Yeah, it was NBC Universal. And apparently they own the rights to um, Santa Claus is Coming to Town. The song? The movie. Oh, still. So, yeah. So I had to distort the shit out of part of that um, section. And my whole thing is like, I don't understand how people do this for a living when you use clips from like other people's media. And like, yeah, you can say fair use, but the copyright holders don't really give a shit about that. Was the clip longer than 30 seconds? No. Well, because it was was several clips, but some of the ones in question, no. That's weird. I always, I don't know why. I always thought it was a 30 second thing about fair use and all that. And that they shouldn't, that they can't 
but they don't care about fair use. They just yeah, want to just clamp down on their shit. And so I was talking to Matt about this earlier, and he was telling me about um, what's that man's name? Um, that is a YouTuber that does anime reviews, and they copyrighted claimed his whole channel basically. So his entire livelihood is gone. It's messed up. <laughs> How long had he been doing that? Um, it was a couple of years. Like oh, he had man. a lot of videos on his channel. Um, two and a half years of work. That's absurd. I don't know how you. I, I don't know how they can even find that. Like, so they they came across his YouTube channel. They saw that he'd been doing this for two years, and then suddenly they got upset about it. No, or I like, don't think I don't think it's that they came. I don't. Yeah, yeah, he was monetized. That that was his entire job. I don't think they came across his channel. It's like, well, you know, it's two ways. Either you know they hire people to just go on YouTube or whatever and file copyright claims, and then also like YouTube's always updating shit. So like, if the algorithm got updated, you know, it's like, oh yeah, copyrighted material that needs to go right now yeah uh speaking of that i got a thing like that on instagram and they were like um your video has been blocked uh copyright and this video was like something i put posted like three years ago mm-hmm. and they was like do you want to dispute it i was like i don't care about this video now this was three years ago so i right, just take it off but yeah like randomly i'll get something from years ago about hey this has been this is copyright like i might have had music or something in the clip and how yeah, I guess they just once they update it, they just find an old stuff now. Yeah. And so you got to be real careful even with old shit because it's like YouTube channel that I follow. They got like a two week ban or something like that for a video that they posted like three years ago. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, it's stupid. And it's like even when you're trying to dispute this stuff, it's not like you can talk to a human. Right. So now this, this gets me back to that. Let's play. And now I'm wondering... <laughs> What's going to happen when Nintendo gets upset? And, I mean, you know, it depends on it depends on the company because it's yeah. some companies that don't want you streaming their shit. Yeah, that's all. That's been a great area because I know that's that's an issue over on Twitch and everything is yep. is uh, you know people streaming it and then they get upset if you stream it right now, but then if you upload it to YouTube, then they don't get upset right now. But who knows when that's going to change? Exactly. So yeah, I don't it's know. All a gray area. And, and it always like kind of frustrates me when like you look at comments about this kind of um, topic and they're like, oh, um, there just needs to be a competitor to YouTube. But it's like that's not really practical because YouTube, they, they like YouTube costs so much money to upkeep that like it has to be like an Amazon or an Apple doing it. And like it's not worth the risk because People can upload the craziest shit and now you're at a fucking um, congressional hearing because yeah. somebody's posting child porn on your website. Oh, well, yeah. Well, and they all do the same kind of copyright enforcement. They're all kind of doing the same thing anyways. So like you go to Twitch, right? There's been streamers who've been banned on Twitch and then they move over to YouTube. And then the same thing will happen on YouTube and they'll move over to Twitch, right? But in the end, the exact same policies are in place. So mm-hmm. you might be able to get a bit of a bit of a runway over at you know some other platform, 
But once that platform is big enough, then that's when those, you know, that's when they start coming after, after the new one. So even if, even if there was a competitor, it wouldn't matter for very long. Exactly. And then, like you said, the big ones, the Apples and the Amazons, they're not going to touch it with a 20 foot pole. Cause you know, they, they don't need the headache. Correct. And it's like, I don't really, the, the way copyright is and also the way humans are and like just how we just let loose if you give us a little bit of leeway like oh yeah i can upload anything i want like let me test that out right i yeah. don't see how you can actually make a sustainable business model out of like video distribution like this like user created content yeah. that also allows you to use like copyrighted material like i guess short form short form like tiktok but I don't know. I feel like there's been some shit on TikTok too. Like that's yeah. a that's a lot of bad shit on TikTok. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's um well, and if you remember like this dates me. If you if you remember like the early days of YouTube, where it, it used to be that if the song there used to not be a mechanism for you to use copyrighted content at all. So like they went one direction, right? Where they said, all right, we're not going to do anything. And then all of a sudden they got sued by whoever, right? And then, mm-hmm. then they made it so that you couldn't actually use any copyrighted music in your content for a while until they finally struck up some deals with the content companies, right? The, the Mostly the music companies. And right. then finally, once they struck up those deals, then they made it, okay, you can do it, but then you're still probably going to get DMCA'd every, every now and then. So correct. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of a minefield. It makes yeah. me, yeah, makes me just not want to even touch so it sometimes. Just stick to the unboxing video. That's sure. exactly right. That's, <laughs> that's 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 real world stuff that I can touch and that they can't take out of my hands after I do it. Correct. I like it. All right. So this week we are gonna talk about the latest Matrix movie, <clears throat> but we did a little bit of prep um before we got there. Um we uh Matt and I rewatched the first three movies and Matt rewatched the uh, Animatrix as well. Um, and then John has seen these movies. So we're just going to kind of do like a quick little rundown of the first three Matrix movies. So what's you all's history with the series? I'll start with mine. Mine is pretty limited. I remember watching and really being into the first Matrix movie for a while right and then i watched the second and the third one did not understand what was going on watched the second and third one again still didn't and i think it was probably about the fourth time where i was like okay i think i appreciate this i still don't totally get it but that's fine i'm like i accept this now okay um and i enjoy it as for all three films for what they are um and the if but if i ever rewatch any of them it's always just the first one I mean, because I feel like if I watch the second or the third one on their own, then it doesn't really, it's, there's, there's a bit of a continuity or, you know, issue that I have with like, okay, I need to catch back up. Um, but yeah, no, I enjoyed all, I enjoyed the original series, the, 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 the trilogy as it were. I remember that I actually saw the first Matrix movie opening weekend at the movie theater and I left that theater not liking what I saw. Really? Um, really. And okay. so I am someone that really gets swept up in the hype machine. So when they were like, oh, yeah, Matrix is reloaded. This shit's about to be fucking awesome. I was like, well, 
duh, I'm about to fucking rewatch The Matrix. And I rewatched it for a second time and I loved it. I was like, this shit's fucking awesome. I don't know what was wrong with me. Matrix Forever, Neo Trinity, um, Smith, let's fucking go. So I saw Matrix Reloaded and I was like, oh, wait, what was wrong with me? This is a piece of shit. And so I never saw the third movie. And really? honestly, I never, I, I, I did not know that you have even seen the third movie, John, because yeah. until you just said this, to my recollection, I never met a person that's seen the third one. Like I've met plenty of people that have seen the first two, but not the third one. So I knew that the second one. So now that you're saying it, I do remember after the second one, I remember thinking to myself, because I, so I, I don't remember if it was opening weekend, but I definitely saw one, two and three in theaters. Wow. Yeah. And because once I'm in it, like usually I'm in it for the long haul. So like I will. So when I'm watching that, that once I watched that first one, I was like, okay, I'm going to see this one through because I want to know how the story ends, which is kind of for the Matrix is kind of jacked up because I still don't understand how the story ended. Mm -hmm. But for one, I I liked it the first the first go around Uh, for two. I do now remember that after watching that after the end of the movie, I just I did not get it. But if I recall, they released the third one like nine months later. Was that right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. 2003 was what they called the year of the Matrix. Because it was it was early in the year and then towards the end of the year. Right? So it was like April, I think, that Reloaded came out. And then yeah. the next month, Enter the Matrix came out along with um, the Animatrix. And then at the end of the year, you got Matrix uh, Resolutions. Okay. And Yeah. I just yeah. feel like if this were now, but even back then, like even with Lord of Rings, Lord of the Rings coming out, you don't fucking do that. Like you get that shit a year to breathe. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, and with, I just remember the, the way that Reloaded ended was such cliffhanger. a cliffhanger yeah. and it was such a, I don't know, like they've had a lot of practice nowadays. Right. So if you watch, you know, the Avengers, fil- you know, films, you've got, star wars to an extent you've got a lot of these other ones where they've had these series and they've kind of done it in a better way where they split up the the movies it should have just been one big movie or they should have actually cut it in a way like the second one they should have just cut it in a way where it could have ended on its own and not and i not felt like man i missed out on a movie because i actually don't understand what happened right which is how i think most people felt after reload so i i totally get why people saw that and were like i am not spending an any more of my money on this series anymore. I don't ever remember watching it in the theater. I don't even remember watching the first two. I know I've seen it. I don't know where I've seen it at. I've never seen the third one until now. And I wish I had it. I hated the third one. <laughs> like, it's because, you know, when you think of the Matrix, you think of the gravity defying moves, the shooting and things like that. You think of bullet time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not, not yet, mm-hmm. not, yeah. not yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I hated like they just spent too much time in the real world. I I thought the fight, the fight scene um, in Zion with the machines, I thought that was fucking too long. Yes, I I just hated everything about the third one. So uh, it just, was just to piggyback off that for a second. So like we spent like thirty minutes on that fight in Zion, and then like things kind of chill. And then uh, Neo is doing his fight with Smith. And I'm like, wait, why weren't these two things happening at the same time? Like, why, why, why are we wasting time, like spending so much time on this one thing? 
we do something else and then we're wasting more time doing this other thing. When these two things are the same thing, they should be happening at the same time. Right. They just spent too much time. Like, think about the think about uh, the main general when he was shooting the gun at the machines. Mm-hmm. To me, that lasted like 30 seconds of him just shooting it. It was like it just took too much time. It was like felt like we have a time of this movie that we need to hit. So we about to stretch some shit out where <laughs> it was. It was horrible. Like, I, I I don't know. I don't remember about the time stuff you guys said about when each movie came out, but. I felt like nobody's seen it thrown because this shit is trash and they must have spread through word of mouth. But, yeah, there was right. nothing good about this movie. Um, and I seen um, the Animatrix because you told me to watch it. I watched it thinking it's going to give me some backstory to this. And it's an hour. How long was it? An hour and it's it's like almost an two hour hours. Yeah. yeah. Um, I hate you for me for, for telling me to watch that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a black mirror type of thing to where none of the episodes can are connected to each other. Each episode has like different animation. It's like a different episode is told by somebody different and it just doesn't make any sense. I don't know why they did this. Same. So I have never seen the Animatrix. And so I was like, oh, yeah, if we're going to we're going to do this whole road to Matrix four, we need to go all in. And I got like two stories into it. And I was like, no, nah, I can't do this. I'm sorry. I'm so fucking sorry. So I'm yeah. saying I'm sorry to you, Matt. I'm right. sorry. I watched all of it. Um, Yeah. In this rewatch, I didn't like any of these movies. Like I can appreciate the the groundbreakingness of the first matrix i can appreciate like them giving like some slight tidbits of like the greater universe like i can appreciate those things i didn't really like how it was put together because like i feel like it was just they spent too much fucking time fighting like i forgot how long that end sequence was where you know they rescue uh morpheus and then the helicopter gets shot down and then they're fighting in the subway and then they're fighting in the office building. And then he kills Neo and Neo comes back to life and he kills Smith. I'm like, why did this fight sequence take an extra 40 fucking minutes? Because they had to make two extra movies out of it. <clears throat> no, I'm talking about the first movie. The very oh, first, the first movie. one. Oh. Yeah. Like yeah. Th- this guy kicked off with the famous like um, shooting in the um, lobby and all the all that fight scene. And it's just like, the whole second half of the movie was one long ass fight scene to save Morpheus. Yeah. I, I like the like, second one better in general. I I didn't hate it as much, but my thing is with the second and especially the third one, they started like really like getting high off of themselves. And like they were really like, oh yeah, the the one is this and that, and like really just hyping up like the whole lore of the matrix. And I'm like, I don't fucking care. And right. like honestly, this shit don't make any goddamn sense. <laughs> so no. And yeah, I hated the third one. Like the only reason I didn't turn it off, because like I was actually getting angry that I was watching that shit. Cause I was like, I turned off Animatrix. I have to finish this. Well, the only reason why I watched it is because of the podcast. Because as I was watching it, like, 
the whole fight thing. I go back to that whole fight scene in Zion and the Gist the Machine. <clears throat> I'm like, this is fucking stupid. I don't, I don't. It was just hard to watch and it was just so time consuming. And then like, cause I watched it back to back to back. So you were saying like high off their shit. I'm like, all right, the first one, you know, when they're shooting in the lobby, you see the bullets raining down from the guns. And it was like the second movie, the bullets raining from the gu- the bullets falling down from the gun in slow motion. And then it's like the third one. Every time it's like the bullets raining down from the guns <laughs> in slow motion. I was like, is this your thing that you guys are going to do every movie? Maybe I wouldn't felt that way if there was time, space between each one. But since mm-hmm. I watched them all back to back, I was just like, is redundant. There you go. That's the word I was looking for. And I, I enjoyed the fight scenes in the first one and the second one. Um, I felt the fight scene in the third one with him and Smith was too long. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did like on the second one, I did like the highway chase stuff, but it just wasn't, it felt, it felt like they ran out of gas on these movies. So they were like, all right, we got to finish this up. So let's try to do it. And to go in, nah, I'll save it for the, I'll save it for the, uh, when we actually get into the review of the movie. Okay. So before we jump to the review, I would just want to ask that either of you play Enter the Matrix? No. Okay. So this was the video game tie-in with the re- re- Matrix Reloaded. And the kind of cool and also the kind of stupid thing was, <clears throat> so they filmed two and three together. And while they were filming those two movies, they filmed actual scenes with Jada Pickett Smith's character. But instead of putting those in the movie, they put those in the video game. So if you want to understand some things that maybe didn't make sense in the second movie, you need to have played the video game. But not animate. You can't. So watching Animatrix does not give you context. Correct. But, but the 18 people who played the video game. Correct. Right. <laughs> they they actually know what's going on the whole time. Okay. Okay. Correct. But yeah. So that was a waste of time and money. So yeah. So but, I have a I do have a question on two and three, and this is for both of you. Okay. If instead of making three movies, because this this was always my my question about like two and three, is if they had just made a two and then cut down both of those movies, two and three into just being a better two movie would that have like would that have made a lot more sense i feel like for me it would have because they spent i remember three was they just spent a lot of time on everything and it just felt extended um but there were also long movies already so i don't know how much longer they should have been but i just feel like a, a bit more editing and they could have shoved that into one one was fine, like whatever. And then for two and three, if they had just been able to consolidate, I think that has made that a much better experience. Yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah, yeah. Because you know. they did too, because they they go into too much in the second and third movie to where you got the Oracle, you got the architect, you got um the machine that- stuff. Yeah, that, that guy that that guy that protects the Oracle, that guy too. Right. Yeah. You got the Smith story. Yeah. You have the fighting Zion story. You have the subway with uh, the, where he meets the little girl. The conductor and yeah, Maravinchian. Right. Lockmaker like, or something. Right. You have the lockmaker stuff. It's just too yeah. much stuff going on to you, where. You got for, werewolves. 
You got fucking right. werewolves. Right. It's just too like maybe yeah they could have took some of that shit out and then made the second one, and like you said, combine the second and third one because. I go back on this because you can see how much it irked me. That battle didn't need to be that long. No, they could have no. just yeah. the whole them um, showing each one shooting the missiles at the little drilling thing. You didn't need none of that actually. All that shit could have went out. Um, like a lot of that shit could have been cut down. I would have cut sixty mm, percent of that uh that battle. Yeah, and yeah, because just, also also. The battle fucking, they spent all that time on the battle. Uh, Trinity and them come in with the EMP and they're like, all right, cool. The battle not over. And then the battle keep going. Right. So you had all this for no reason. <clears throat> Correct. And then it didn't even mean anything in the end for Neo to come through and have his Superman fight. No. And also that I'm uh, thinking about that yeah. fight. I know they did it for the dramatic touch of it being in the rain. I hated it being in the rain. They overuse rain in movies too much. Yeah. That's a yeah. strong take right there. It's too true. It's, it's true. It's true. <laughs> all right. With all that being said, this week we review The Matrix Resurrection. They taught you good. Made you believe their world was all you deserved. But some part of you knew that was a lie. It's so easy to forget how much noise the Matrix pumps into your head. Something else makes the same kind of noise. War. Sixty years have passed as Neo and Trinity save what was left of the human race after the battle with the machines. Now, with Neo unplugged again, he must save Trinity from this new version of the Matrix. So, John, what were your thoughts on this movie? Um, so I didn't have high expectations. I think that helped me. I think it's all right. It's better than I thought it was going to be, which, to be honest, was trash because I figured that they had already told the story that they needed to tell or that they felt that they needed to tell with the first three movies. And as we discussed about the first three movies, it's not like they didn't have all the time to tell that story. So if it didn't make, I didn't think that there was going to be anything to it. And then, yeah, in watching this one, I think there's a lot of the fan. I don't know. There, It feels, it felt like that they were trying to do the fan stuff that Star Wars, you know, episode seven did but without nearly the size fan base that Star Wars has. <laughs> and so there's going to be a few people who are just really into it. And like, yeah, awesome. I get to see Neo again and Trinity and everybody else. And then there's going to be the rest of us who are like, okay, well, that's cool. Okay. What's this, you know, why is this story any different? And so that was, that's my only question is why is this story any different? And then, you know, if, yeah, it, it seems I know that you mentioned redundant before, and I, I can't help but say if it feels a bit redundant. Um, I agree. Um, I texted Chad after I got done watching this and 
I sent them a meme of Cardi B and my Cardi B voice. What was the reason? Yeah. Like they, the trilogy ended in this, I would say nice little bow, nice long bow. They ended <laughs> this, but the whole time I'm watching this, I'm like, why did this have to happen? So I'm going to skip along through this because all right, the towards the end fight, the when they're on the motorcycle, I hated, 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 hated that the that Neo is all of a sudden fucking Darth Vader using the force every single time to push right. these people away. All he knows I'm, is force push. Right. Yeah. And I'm I was what happened to going back to the the thing was the fight scenes, the gravity death, the, the gravity shit, them jumping and doing everything. Correct me if I'm wrong. They had the first fight scene and um when Neo first got there, I guess New Morpheus, which was, wasn't that much. Then they had the fight scene where he first meets the new Mr. Smith, and then the and then the fight scene in the bar. All the other stuff was storytelling. And I kept kept going back. Why are we doing this? Why not? And the story didn't really make sense. It was if I felt like um, coming to America too, where they was like, "Hey, remember that first movie we did? Remember that <laughs> other movie we did? Let's throw back all that stuff in into this one and make some more money." To where they kept uh, referencing, referencing, and the not old even stuff. just referencing. Not even just referencing. They was like. Now, uh, hey, you remember that? If you don't remember, let me show you a clip from that shit. I hated that too. Why are you, right. you? You know how much I hate when like they reference other shit and they show me stuff. If I was there, I know I was. I seen it. I hated all that stuff. It's like I had I had high hopes in the sense of like the action and everything. What made mm-hmm. what the Matrix was known for. I didn't really care for the storyline, but they didn't give me none of that, and it was confusing um yeah okay so confusing yes can anybody explain to me what the what did they do to get uh trinity out of that pie because i did not understand why they had to get that girl to plug in but then she was on the ship in the end of it like what what and then trinity suddenly had her matrix force power stuff which she didn't have until they switched I don't know. I was very right. confused by that scene. I was, I, it's a bit confusing because you also have, like you said about the fight scenes with Neo, like he's doing all this force stuff. And like the whole beginning of the movie, they're talking about how he doesn't, he doesn't believe that that actually even happened anymore. Right. Or that these are all just this, this things that he's working through with his therapist. Right. That's the whole, the whole way that the, that the movie begins. And then suddenly he's in the matrix and he just knows all this stuff and there's no there's no build-up to why he knows that and then with this whole trinity thing she's they're they're doing that switch and now she all of a sudden is able to have the full amount of powers but i don't get why that why that girl was the reason for it and also i thought that they said in the original that if they unplug you like that quickly that it'll like mess up your brain or do something weird to you. So I, they, they, they yeah. did explain that they said that, Oh no, wait, they didn't know. I was talking about how they were like, does she have to take the pill? And they were like, no, she, as long as she does it willful, 
willingly, then it's okay. But yeah, like you said, yeah, they I take that back. They didn't answer that question about doing that. But so I thought that would, yeah, because they said we can't just like in the original ones, they said we can't just unplug Neo. He's got to leave, like he's got to go to a door or some other way. Right. And maybe and also, they, did they explain that? Not really, because okay. even in the first one, if you recall, when that guy betrayed them, he started unplugging people and they just yeah. died. Yeah. Right. Right. And also, like when when Neo had that fight scene, the first time he meets uh, Smith, he was like, oh, I still remember Kung Fu. But then when he was like, can you fly? And he did the thing and the ground started moving and he was like, no. Why can't he fly? Right. Not explained. Like you, he remembers all his other stuff, but he can't remember to do this one. No, he doesn't remember all his other shit because all he can remember is how to force push and how to block <laughs> a couple of punches. Right. And also, I hate it. Yeah, I didn't like that bullets. either where he's blocking all the bullets on the uh, on the on the rooftop with the helicopters. Mm-hmm. To me, like that part dragged out too long to where he was doing it, because you would think that if he can do this stuff and he redirected the missile that was shot, redirect these bullets or something, just don't do that. It was basically redundant. And hey, we're about to cash off of the trilogy and right. we're about to uh, do this. And we're just going to take what the original Matrix was and we're going to make a new version of it using the exact same thing instead of telephone we don't have telephone booths and stuff anymore uh let's use mirrors we can't um okay okay so i like that i like that this is a different time this is a different version of the matrix like these are different people like a lot of time has passed so like the methods are going to change right so Mm -hmm. like instead of like you getting out through no okay so they aren't they don't belong in the matrix when you jack into the matrix you don't belong you shouldn't be there so I really liked how they were using backdoors in the code and like basically cheating in the matrix to get around where they need to go. Like mm-hmm. I thought that was like really smart because like why would you play the why would you play by the rules of the matrix? But there's the concept of the phone boost is an interesting one though, right? Because isn't the whole the whole thing with the matrix is that this is this artificial world anyways. So the machines can have whatever they want. Like and they just because in the old matrixes, they always said they're restarting the matrix or something else. And um, and there's all these different versions of Neo because there's all these different versions of the matrix or whatever. And the fact that technology evolves in the real world doesn't necessarily need to apply in the matrix. So maybe now, I guess maybe the matrix, they got rid of phone booths. I don't know. Shit. <laughs> maybe I'm overthinking it again. See, it's what it does. Right. Any yeah. any attempts to put logic into it, you're like, well, the way they yeah. structured this, you can't yeah. make logic through it. Okay, cool. Yeah, they don't have to. They don't have to do that. They don't have to play by anybody's rules, and I respect them for that. <laughs> and the the thing I thought was the most like 2021 thing I thought was when um, Neil goes back to not Zion. What was what's the new home called? I O. Yeah. Uh, you realize this is the man who saved their world, stopped the war, right? He should be a hero, right? He should be a savior, whatever you want to call it. As soon as he gets there, and his old friend puts him in jail. And I was mm-hmm. like, wait, what are, we, what are we doing here? 
I mean, I feel like that's some straight commentary because like if a, if, a, if someone came along and was like, I am Jesus Christ, here is undisputed proof. I am who I say I am. People would be like, fuck you. No, that's why I said, that's exactly. That's why I said that's the most 2021 thing that he <laughs> oh, will come yeah. back here, the one, and they will put him in jail. But um, um I was I, I I really liked this movie until we got to the part where um Agent Smith confronted him and he was like, Hey man, um I I, I, I was still feeling it. He was like, Hey man, look, I'm feeling like my old Agent Smith self. Stop jacking into the matrix. And just let me take this motherfucker over. And I was like, all right, I like where this is going. And then the next scene, he's like, also, I'm going to kill you. And I was like, wait, what? And from that moment forth, the movie just fell apart for me. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, I didn't, I didn't enjoy it at all. I do like seeing Keanu Reeves, though. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't love Keanu Reeves now? Right. So, but besides that, uh, it's a, it's gonna be a no for me, dog. Yeah. Um, fuck this whole series. Yeah. It's yeah, this just it's just it didn't need to be made, and it you know, I ain't gonna say tarnished the legacy, but it's 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 just like they did it for a cash cash grab. Yes, and I also I got fucking hate this in movies where they do something. And the characters in the movies reference how what they're doing is stupid, but they feel like as long as I reference that this is stupid, I can keep doing it. Like, so they kept referencing, oh, yeah, you know, the studio, they're making us do a reboot of this shit. It's not going to be good, but what are you going to do? Like, just because you're referencing that does not make this okay. Right. Because I was like, exactly. When he's like, oh, we bought by Warner Brothers and everything, I was like, uh, okay, they're, we, we're doing this. Mm-hmm. So, Also, when um, Neil Patrick Harris is like, we got we got new bullet time up in this motherfucker, it's like, y'all really think y'all clever right now, don't y'all? Right. Just to be clear, so new Mor- or Morpheus died, right? Oh, I forgot all about that. <clears throat> yes, then- Morpheus died in the real world. But the Morpheus we have in this movie is a computer simulation. And my thing is, like, we didn't need that. Like, if Lawrence Fishburne said, I'm not coming back for this shit, just let his character be dead. Right. And I like that actor. But the man basically did a rehash of his um, performance in Watchmen. Mm, I haven't seen Watchmen. You have seen Watchmen. Not all of it. Oh, okay. Let me stop. But yeah, yeah, it was it was just they were just trying to piggyback off the um, off the old thing. Yeah, what they used to have. Is there a nostalgia train for the Matrix? Was there one? I don't know. I don't think so. But it goes back to that question of like, who asked for this? Right. But the original movie came out like 21 years ago. Okay. So, so they're just trying to so they're trying to get kids on this. That's the thing. Yeah, and it's They're like, to hook the new I feel like you can have that Star Wars magic, but you can't keep like showing clips from like the other movies. It's like, it's nothing wrong with referencing old shit to yeah. make me want to go see those original movies, but don't show me. It's just cheap. Yeah, it did strike me as odd 
<laughs> that they would actually just show the clips instead of just saying something about it and then yeah. making me have to go back and double check right? right which i would probably still be annoyed by but just in a different way exactly yeah all right um what do you guys think the rotten tomatoes is on this movie man i don't know because on my group i mean on my facebook groups and social media i hear some people saying oh this is this was great another one's uh this is bad so i'm gonna lean with my counterpart and say this movie was bad so i give it a 55 i'm guessing it's about a 60 yeah 65 yeah 66 that sounds about right Here's the trivia question. <clears throat> How many actors from the first three movies returned? A, four, B, six, C, eight, D, 10. All right, you got Naomi, you got Neo, you got Trinity. Um, four, six, eight, 10. I go four, because I can't think of anybody else. I'm, uh, I'm gonna go with four also. All right, so you have Keanu Reeves, Neo, Carrion Moss, Trinity, J.D. Pickett Smith, Naomi, Lambert Wilson, the Merovingian. Then you've got Daniel Bernhardt. He's Agent Johnson. So he's one of the um, agents from the first movie. He came back and when they redid that um, part at the beginning of this movie where they redid Matrix 1. Oh. And then also you have Clayton Watson. You remember that annoying ass kid from the second and third movies? Yeah. The motherfucker that was like, I want to enlist in the in the army. And he's like, how old are you? I'm 18. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he came back. So the answer is six. Who was he in the movie? He's the same character. I don't remember him at all, man. He was in the back when they went to I.O. Oh, okay. So those last two are technicalities. Yes, <laughs> but they did come back. At 148 minutes, this will this is the longest Matrix movie. Um, that's interesting because I still feel like the third one was the longest one. Yeah, I must say exact same thing. Yeah. Right. Um, but the man who plays Thomas Anderson's reflection is Carrie Ann Moss's real life husband. And I feel like they missed a huge opportunity to have his reflection be Will Smith, since we all know Will Smith turned down the role of Neo. Right. And you already had Jada Pickett Smith doing shit for the movie. I just feel like if this movie was like making all these stupid ass references to shit, like that's a reference that you just leave on the table. Like what the fuck? Right. I can see that. That'd be, that'd be a good Easter egg for people who didn't know that. Right. But I don't know. But all right, that takes us to the end of this. <clears throat> John, thanks for coming on, man. It was a lot of fun. It's been my pleasure. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Chad. It's been yeah. nice to meet you. Uh, yeah. Thank you for being on. We, I appreciate it. You, uh, you want to plug anything before we go? I got nothing to plug. No. Nope. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Please rate, like, and review our podcast on your platform of choice. And if you have any feedback, please email us at we should talk pod at gmail.com. Like our Facebook page, we should talk about this at work, and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at we should talk pod. And like always, I don't know if this was a good episode. I don't know if this was a bad episode. Whatever you think about it, talk about it at work. Thank you for listening. <laughs>